Hello, Vitamizers, and welcome back to the How Do You Health podcast brought to you by Slenderella here in Austin, Texas, and hosted at MSW Lounge. I'm Allison, and as always, super excited to have you guys here today. Today's show was fun. The boys got to talk um, a little bit about baseball, something that they don't really talk about that much, but they're actually huge dorks for. <laughs> but before we get into who our guest is, first things first. The How Do You Health podcast is brought to you by Slenderella. Slenderella is a vitamin shot and IV blend that was designed to help your liver function optimally. It got its name when the creators started noticing that liver detox was causing many clients to lose weight. Now there is a whole line of different Slenderella blends that you can customize for your needs, as well as a supplement line to support all of your Slenderella goals. You can find distributors and more information at www.slenderellausa.com. This podcast is sponsored by MSW Lounge. MSW Lounge is located in Westlake Hills in Austin, Texas. We provide a variety of services, including vitamin shots and IVs, the whole Slenderella family, concierge medicine, chiropractic, massage therapy, a vitamin drink bar, and tons of other local company offerings for ways to clean up your health and naturally stay that way for a long time. Find out more at www.mswlounge.com. We are also brought to you by Athletic Outcomes. Athletic Outcomes is Austin's boutique wellness studio focusing on functional fitness and sports recovery. Located in Southeast Austin, AO provides services such as personal training, group classes, pre and postnatal training, nutrition coaching, massage therapy, chiropractic, recovery compression boots, and MSW lounge vitamin shots. It's your one-stop shop for health and fitness. Check them out on social media at Athletic Outcomes to stay up to date on their events and programs. This podcast is produced by Flabs to Fitness, Inc. Flabs to Fitness is an online wellness company that specializes in mindful eating, personalized workout programs, and offers a subscription workout program for 20-minute workouts you can do anywhere. It's also a social media content firm for creation and scheduling of content and engagement with your fans on a variety of platforms, including this podcast. Find out more at www.flabstofitness.com. Our guest today is Bo Gardner. Bo is a certified personal trainer in town, and he's actually very new. I found him because of Instagram, and it sounds funny to say that, but we do really find a lot of our good friends uh, and future partners on there. And Bo is just really cool about reaching out to local businesses, offering free training services, and I thought that was very interesting. So I went and met him in person, and it turns out he is a former collegiate baseball coach. He is now working full-time as a personal trainer uh, in East Austin in a newer facility and kind of running the place. It's really cool. Um, but we talked to him about what it's like to transition from coaching elite athletes to going to kind of more desk jockeys, as I would call them. <laughs> but it's very interesting hearing his reasoning for switching and how he's liking it and what he finds different. So I think you guys are really going to like this episode. Give it a listen and enjoy. Here is Bo Gardner on the How Do You Health podcast. I like, I love watching mechanics because like when you are able to hide your pitch to the very last part, like the good hitters can always pick up on the seams and the way it comes off, right? And they're like, I could never do it. I'm never a great hitter, but they're like, yeah, I can tell that that's going to break this way. And I was like, that's fucking nuts. No, it's fascinating. Do. Yeah. Because it's literally like a tenth of a second what, that you're picking that up. What's I mean, crazy to see like Altuve always get a bat on the, I mean, on the ball, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, they say it's the hardest thing to do in sports. I believe it. Oh, I totally believe it too. I mean, people would talk about like hole in ones in golf and everything. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, I get that. But if you go out there and you literally have like a tenth of a second to right. decide if it's coming like this 
like this, or if it's going to do this at the last second, yeah. and you could still hit it with wood because aluminum is completely different, right? right. It's like that thing, that's hard in hell to do. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then not only that, like doing, from the hitter's perspective, everything right on your end. Because like swinging a bat and just hitting it regularly. Oh, yeah. Like you go to the batting cages, right, and they're just lobbing the ball into you. That's hard. That's hard, hard enough. enough. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. People don't hit it hard, you know? Well, so I thought. Have you ever been hit by a ball in the side of a batting cage? Inside of a batting cage? Like in the batting cages with the machine going. I've seen someone get hit <laughs> like no. on their face. No. That sucks. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's happening to you? Huh? No, that's never happened okay. to me. But I have seen that happen. That's good. <laughs> I, had, I always thought that pitchers had the uh, advantage over hitters. They do, for sure. I always thought that. Um, well, it's I the mean, only person in that game that has 100% control of what's going to go. Well, if, yeah, if you know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I mean, that's why the best hitters, you know, they say they're hitting, they get a hit 30% of the time. Right, that's what I'm saying. Three out of ten times. That means you're going to own that's them. That's a really good hitter. That's yeah. incredible, right? right? That's a Hall of Fame batting average exactly. right there, which is incredible. Exactly. And as a pitcher, you're like, you got to know what I'm thinking on the next two pitches, right? Because you're basically just up there like, whatever he throws, I got to hit, right? But you're like, I'm going to play with them on this one. Right. And I, honestly, I think that is because I, I hit all throughout uh, high school growing up and then even a little bit in college. That's honestly what I think I've kind of uh preferred pitching was just for that reason that you kind of dictate like you said you dictate the action and you're the one in control as opposed to just reacting that's cool you want to do your intro real quick so we keep this so we we got this uh we got this communication or this talk started already uh we're talking baseball right now but hey welcome to the how do you help podcast today is the first episode now that slenderella took over the podcast so uh thank you slenderella cheers um, we, it used to be MSW podcast, now it's Slenderella. Uh, but we have Bo Gardner here. He's a, I guess you just moved here four months ago, is, from what I recall. Yes. Opened up a gym. I want to hear all about that. He's a former baseball player. Did you play in college? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Um, and so we're going to talk a little bit about that. We already started talking baseball, so that, that's always great. And we love baseball. I mean, we get, It's almost baseball season. It's almost it baseball is, season. Right? Can't wait. We're going to get it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Who's your team? Oakland A's. Oakland A's? Okay. Yeah. I like the A's. Cool. Okay. And then we got Nurse Dota. I know that's not popular around here. No, no, no it's fine. I, I have an A's cap. I was wearing it last week, in fact. You know, yeah. because, I mean, I, I love Raleigh Fingers. Right? Oh, okay. Um, I love the Bash Brothers. I had a Bash Brothers poster growing up. Okay. But now it's right at the beginning of the whole steroid era and everything, right? They probably would have loved it in here, huh? Oh, hell yeah, they would. <laughs> like, this is petty stuff, man. Give me, give me the real stuff. Like, you mean this is legal? Like, we can this, this is legal? Like, like, you're uh, totally good with it? Yeah. <laughs> They'd be asking, yeah. where's the HGH and all this mm-hmm. stuff? Yeah. But, like, that's where, like, Balco's are in California, mm-hmm. right? San yep. Francisco, right? It was funny because I've had a few people asking me about, like, HGH. And I was like, you remember Barry Bonds? He was 40 and his head grew. His cap size got bigger and his feet got bigger. That's not supposed to happen when you get older. And for them to say, oh, I didn't know what kind of cream they were putting on. I'm like, dude, you know exactly what was going to your system. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that one, you don't tell people in San Francisco that. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> they're like totally blind to what happened. Barry Bonds. That like he can do no wrong in their eyes. It's like in the city of San Francisco, like it's like, it oh, no, he said so. He, he didn't do it. So I got all ask, those home runs count. So I gotta ask: Is it, what was this final total? Was it seventy three in the one season? Yeah, and that stands. That's a record that stands mm-hmm. on it. Should it stand? Yeah, he hit him. He hit him. Because it's a difference if you like you take like I take steroids, right? If I were to take steroids, would I hit seventy three home runs? Would okay. you hit seventy three home runs? 
Me maybe. You know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, right, my, one still, of my right. You still got mentors, deal, though, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. One of my mentors used to say, "If you ain't cheating, you ain't trying hard enough." Right. Yeah. But no, uh, that I mean, I always say that he was probably the greatest hitter I've ever seen. Bonds. Yeah. Yeah. Like steroids or not, he still hit the home runs. Um, yeah, they don't they don't help you put the barrel on the ball. So yeah, who knows how many he would have hit, never took them. I mean, you can never say. But well, he was great before that. Oh yeah, he was a Hall of Famer. Oh before yeah, that. exactly, exactly. Yeah, so he just he. I mean, I, I hear stories about how he was getting maybe a little jealous from like all the other people getting the uh, you know the the attention and all that stuff too because you know he was in Pittsburgh, you know before he went over to San Francisco and you know he was an MVP. But him and Bobby Bonilla were over there, right, just yeah. knocking home runs left and right. But when he went over there with that short right field, I mean, that was perfect for him, mm-hmm. man. And I remember I used to watch him. I think him. they probably created that just for him. Probably, just a little <laughs> bit. But he used to crowd the plate so bad, no wonder he got hit all the time. And basically hovering over the plate. Yeah. See, my favorite in that guy. aspect of being from Houston is, is Biggio, right? Because he'd like, just stick his elbow <laughs> out there. Yeah. That was awesome. Right. Well, that will back well the same way, too, right? He had that thing here on the, uh, yeah. on the hand. And he uh-huh. would get hit so many times because he would crowd the plate. Yeah. Yeah. No, and I mean, it's tough from the pitcher's angle, too. Because, I mean, it's uncomfortable, even though you know that's still a strike on that inner half. If a guy's literally standing right there, like, it's still uncomfortable to, to get it into that side of the plate. Yeah. So then those guys, again, a pitcher should be able to do it, but a lot of times they can take away that whole part of the, yeah. the plate there. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, so let me ask you this. What was your mentality like when you were pitching? Like, what, what, what would you think, like... Were you like, I'm a badass, no one could touch me, or more like, I'm more yeah, precise? Basically. Yeah, basically. <laughs> like, like, I'm a stud, you know, like, I'm going to strike everyone I see. Yeah, I mean, that's, <laughs> that was always the mentality that worked in my mind. Yeah? Um, yeah, and it would kind of depend a little bit on what role I was in. Like, if I was, you know, starting or coming out of the bullpen. Yeah. Um, because when you come into the bullpen, definitely, because you're in there for just an inning or so, and you can go all out, full speed ahead. Uh, whereas if you're a starting pitcher, you kind of have to be a little bit more even keel to sustain it over the course of a game. But yeah, I mean, I always thought that that was, because if you're anything but that on the mound, then it's it's just, it's not going to go well. Yeah. Like you kind of have to exude that confidence and, and then, you know, you have good, good body language, you believe it too, and. Yeah, it's just kind of the mentality you have to have. Yeah. Have that conviction. You see the pitchers out there kind of sweating. They're you can tell. Ass. I'm yeah. like, dude, they're nervous. Exactly. They're like really nervous. Uh-huh, you can tell. So you got to, yeah, that was always kind of the mentality I tried to have. So does that, successful. does that translate into everyday life nowadays? Is that same mentality or is like a variation of it? I would say that I definitely try to channel that. I mean, at least like the confidence aspect and, you know, being aggressive and, in whatever it is, um, I would definitely say that that is something that I try to carry with me and apply it to other things, which is harder to do, obviously, because it's not, you don't have like that competition right there in front of you like you would in the yeah. sports or. In your gym, like do you do but, like group trainings and all that? Yeah. 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 I mean, so you're going to be like, I'm going <laughs> to work your <laughs> ass. <laughs> I own yeah, you. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> That's, <cool. laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, no, I do like, group stuff where, um, yeah, it's like either whether primarily the groups actually, like small group training. I do one-on-one stuff too, but uh, 
yeah, there's definitely that mentality that's involved, which is fun. Yeah, and the coaching because I coached afterwards, so it's I see it all kind of related. Yeah, so it's fun. What age group did you coach? I coached all over a little bit. Like I was um, a high school head coach back in my hometown, and then coached collegiately at the at the junior college that I played at. Uh, but then I also would run like a bunch of clinics and do like private baseball training for young kids. So kind of all over yeah. the spectrum there. Yeah. Which was fun because it's their own unique set of challenges at every level. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. Trying to get through to them. They all want to learn breaking balls at a young age, right? <laughs> right. I always, I always <laughs> like doing that uh, that uh, drill where like you were on the outfield and try to make it into a bucket out in the, uh, out in the um, home plate. Like, oh, yeah. It's like, like you throw it in? Yeah. Yeah. That was always my favorite because <laughs> I don't know why. It's just like trying That's to fun. get it. It's hard. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, coaching at uh, – I had a little bit of experience at a variety of yeah. levels. And you take that, you have your gym now, and so you're still a coach. Like you're always going to be a coach probably, right? Yeah. I mean, I definitely say there's a lot of parallels for sure. Yeah. It's part of what made it a natural transition um, going from the coaching to, to the personal training. So Especially what, the group stuff. So what led you to the wanting to open? I mean, you came to Austin of all places, right? Right. Yeah. Um, well, it's not me opening the gym. What it is is I'm I'm an independent contractor at a location, yeah. like a studio in downtown Austin on East Sixth Street, and um, it's a company that puts gyms inside of like high rises, um, big apartment complexes. And effectively, like, I'm usually the only one in there. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, I didn't open it, but at the same time, it's kind of like when you have a facility, it's your own little it's world in there. It's yeah. So it's really a great situation because it's kind of like you have the benefits of having your own place. Wait, so did you work with this company already or is that before? No, I moved here and f- to work with this oh, company nice. okay. and do this. Yeah. Uh-huh. Nice. Because you've been to Austin before probably, right? Just to visit and interview with this oh, company. Oh, really? Yeah. And you liked us that much here. Yeah, yeah. It was, um, you know, my, and my girlfriend had been here a few times. She's got a lot of family around here. Yeah. So she'd always said that this was a place that she would want to move. And um, we're so from the Bay Texas Area. She, well, we're from the Bay Area, California. Yeah. And we, um, she has a lot of aunts and uncles out here. Her brother has been living in Austin for a while. So she knew she really liked it. And we, um. We were looking around the Bay Area for a while and just decided, you know, things weren't really adding up around there. And so we decided to, uh, and then I found out about this situation um, at, at the gym downtown and decided to go for it. Yeah. Nice. You know, shake things up and take a leap. Yeah, because the Bay Area is not cheap, right? No. <laughs> no. And that's kind of what I mean by it's not, <laughs> not adding up. But, uh, yeah, we were looking around and going to pay like three grand to live in someone's basement. So, oh, my God. Um, that just it wasn't it wasn't gonna <laughs> I just hope it doesn't this doesn't turn out like that in some point. Yeah, well that's what I mean. I hope that yeah. Well I mean think about it. It's not like the prices are ever gonna get lower, right? I mean if there's a little bit of a market like dip, it's gonna dip a little bit and it jumps back up because the cost of living is always gonna go up and the value of property it's gonna be there's not much to go around. Well, the thing is, anytime we've had market dips, it doesn't really affect us. Over not here. here. So <laughs> no, hmm. no. There's a lot of there's a lot of benefits from being here, but like you have little hills out here, right? Like, so it's kind of like a little bit of mountains and I know people in California love doing outdoor stuff. So you get most of that here in central Texas. You don't get yeah. that in like the panhandle. Yeah. It's dirt. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. 
Uh, no, I think that's a big reason that so many Californians are coming out here, probably. Um, yeah, and I mean, who knows where it uh, where it goes from here? But it, it was definitely nice to, because I know that Austin's still not cheap. But again, for us looking at places like that, and then coming out here, it was definitely a big factor in our decision. Yeah. Um, but I, I was actually talking with her about this yesterday because we were kind of just speculating on that. Like, I wonder if it'll just turn into like the Bay Area, and and I'm. I would wager that even just the weather alone, probably, like not everybody can take the summers as hot as it's going to get. I know, but you know what's weird? People bitch about the cold weather right now. I mean, <laughs> it's only like 65 outside, right? Oh, I bitch are, about it, yeah. Yeah, people are like, oh, God, like, when's the sun going to come? If the sun starts coming out now and it starts warming up, it's like 100 degrees for like 90 days straight at least, right? 100 days of 100 degree weather. Yeah. I've grown up here. I still can't stand the heat. I hate the heat. It sucks, but I don't want to go up and shovel snow. Right. <laughs> I mean, you know, so it's like, oh, yeah. Right. I mean, I don't know how people do that. Um, that? And I'm such a warm weather guy. Like, it, it would have to be a place like this where I'd move. I mean, I, I, again, I don't know how people do it. Like the East Coast or up north. Well, I know Florida, you got your hurricanes, right? Yeah. Seems like California, you have like almost everything. Every, everything right like everything that goes on that's why i'd like live in san diego because there's not Love too san much diego. right there's yeah. not too much going on, but then the cost of living there right oh, yeah i mean that's that's kind of the the issue there for sure but you have the pacific ocean oh i mean i love california like the bay area where i'm from definitely yeah. yeah i mean i was grateful to grow up there for sure i can see why it is so expensive but at the same time it's yeah it's i don't know if it, it wasn't worth it to us yeah at, at that time so yeah and then i heard great things about Austin and she had loved it. And yeah, I came across this great situation um, with the training. So it worked out, man. It all, yeah. Hell yeah. It all lined up. So, do you, so feel... you were doing training before this as well? Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, back home, California. Let me ask you, do you feel like a Texan yet? No. Because <laughs> no, I, I feel like even Austin probably doesn't make you feel like a Texan because it seems yeah. like everybody here, a lot of people aren't really from here. Yeah. At least where I'm at near downtown, it seems like everybody I talk to has moved. Or do you want a pair of boots at least? <laughs> I don't yet. I gotta get some. <laughs> I know. Do you have boots, Allison? Dude, I have two pairs. I have a pair. Cowboy hat. And I have hat my show. I have my old pair from like high school that like were cheap for boots. They're like a hundred bucks, and they're worn in, and I can wear them anywhere from like to the ranch to dancing. Of course. And then I have my pretty boots that are like for photo shoots or date night or like classy dancing. That's cool. Lauren, you got boots? <laughs> Lauren's laughing. There it is. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's because they're, it's the same thing. Yeah. Oh, I love it. And there's a Vita. I, I straight up, I'm pretty sure one time I like wore my boots to the ranch and like did work with my dad and then came home and like went to a show that night in the same pair of boots. I'm pretty sure I've done that before. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I just think that clean boots kind of look weird. Like they need to be a little scratched up and nothing. They're more broken. Yeah. But they last forever, though. Exactly. That's the thing. Like, a good pair of boots oh, will last you forever. Mine are 15 years old. Yeah. yeah, mine are too. I think mine are almost 20 years old, actually. I have, I have red wings. I mean, those things last forever. Everyone aids yeah. themselves right now. Well, <laughs> that was the thing in college, right? Like, you went and got a pair of boots because... Oh, yeah. Well, you were Greek For the dance? Too. Yeah, everyone, yeah. <laughs> Frat daddy, For the Texas dance? country. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Drinking yeah. Shinerbach beer, Lone oh. Star beer. You're so Texan right now. I know. I love it. Well, that, but you forget that Lone Star. That it, like essentially Austin is in Texas because you don't really see that that much. Yeah. Yeah. So I need to get a pair of boots, <laughs> <laughs> a cowboy hat, a big buckle, 
Um, yeah, I got some belt buckles. No, but that's funny. Dude, we should have this. Slenderella buckles. Dude, no. <laughs> no. I'd get one. I'd get one. You get one? That'd be my first buckle. Um, but yeah, people from back home asking me, like, what's it like living in Texas? And that's kind of what I say is, like, I probably don't know. Yeah. Like, I'm probably yeah. not the guy to ask. Like, that's, well, that's actually yeah, exactly. one of the jokes that I have is, like, people saying, uh, oh, they love Texas when they move to Austin. Like, <laughs> no, you don't love Texas. You're, you love Californians in cowboy boots. Yeah. That's the punch to the joke. Yeah. So it's like... <laughs> That's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> well, everyone comes here and wants, they want to do like the Texas experience, right? Especially because Austin's international now, right? Because we got, you know, the airport <laughs> and obviously the Coda. But like, they come in like, I want tacos. I want to see someone riding a horse. <laughs> and I want some cowboy boots and a cowboy hat. Like, if you go to South Congress, Allen's Boots is still there when everything else is modernized because people want to come there and buy a pair of boots. Yeah. I'm just like, cool, but you'll, you'll catch a horse going down the, the Congress, right? And you forget, oh, yeah, we're in Texas, man. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I have seen that a few times. Yeah. The and, of course, me. That's probably when I'm most Californian. I'm like, what is this horse doing? Yeah. <laughs> it's Let's cruelty, go. man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, and it kind of is, actually. But, but uh, all right, so the training that you do, tell me about it. Why, why, uh, why is it different from everyone else? What's your approach like? I'm going to try to make it as individualized as possible. Um, you know, because each person, we were talking a little bit before we started about this but there's just no cookie cutter program for everybody whether yeah. it's exercise nutrition um, and so that's I just try to make it as individualized as possible and then I primarily do small groups so it's something that's a little bit more um, sustainable and like affordable because everybody's sharing a session and I've just found that that makes it so people can actually come over and over and over again multiple times per week because that's what people are going to need in order to actually see results like if you come and do once a week even two times a week i mean that alone is not going to be enough to actually see results yeah so um and then it's incumbent upon them to do their own thing outside the gym so um i've, I've just found the small groups again which i do primarily is a great way to have people keep on coming and then the more they come the more i actually see them get results which is awesome yeah so what are, what are most people coming to you for like what's the biggest complaint they have like they want to lose weight they don't feel like they're in shape or what it's usually weight loss um, if not then it's just building some general strength because mm -hmm. they just have never done any kind of weightlifting before and so and they know the importance of it and so they want to gain some strength some muscle mass That's just do one of those two things so working with all these athletes your whole life is it weird working with people who might not seem athletic yeah, it's different. Um, I, I, I mean, I actually like it more. Like I, not necessarily coaching. Like coaching baseball is a whole other thing. Yeah. But because I mean, when I was getting a training, I considered doing like strength coaching and stuff for sports, and that's what I think people always like suggested, thinking that that'd be something I'd like in natural transition. But I actually really get more out of helping people who have not done anything before. Gotcha. You know, because that's the people you're actually helping. Like if you're you know if you want to do strength training for like a team or sports it's like you're this person is already a healthy person it's like you're just trying to help them get that one percent better yeah whereas honestly i get more out of helping someone actually get go from zero to um better health yeah. better condition so that's cool yeah that's cool. i um which i didn't think i didn't think would be the case you know I, I probably figured i'd want to be like a strength coach or something like that and stay around sports but just hasn't really been the case. Yeah. 
Athletic Outcomes is Austin's boutique wellness studio focusing on functional fitness and sports recovery. Located in Southeast Austin, AO provides services such as personal training, group classes, pre- and postnatal training, nutrition coaching, massage therapy, chiropractic, recovery compression boots, and MSW lounge vitamin shots. It's your one-stop shop for health and fitness. Check them out on social media at Athletic Outcomes to stay up to date on their events and programs. You're lucky you feel that way, though, because I feel like a lot of, especially former athletes, but pretty much anyone that I went to school with who wanted to be a trainer or something like that, their ideal people to work with seem to be athletes. Right. Which makes sense because the behavior change of someone who is sedentary trying to get into shape is so difficult to change. We were talking about this, you know, Clients love to talk about nutrition and, you know, what workout should I do and supplements and how do I sleep better? But actually putting it into practice is so difficult because it requires so much behavior change. Right. That I think coaches just in in general seem to enjoy people who are already athletic. Yeah. Because it's, and I'm not trying to shit on them, but maybe because it's easier. It know? is because or, athletes, they understand it's like, this is going to make me better, so I'm going to do it. It's like, if you go run through this wall 10 times, you're going to hit more home runs. I'm gonna do it, right? Like, think about steroids. Mike Smith played uh, third base for the Phillies, and they asked him about it during the steroid era. He said, "Would you have done steroids when you were in in the big leagues?" He's like, "Hell yeah, I would have." And people were like, "Why?" Well, I'm gonna hit more home runs, you know. Like, I'm gonna get more All Stars. I mean, why wouldn't I do it? But you're gonna shorten your life by like 15 years, maybe lose a, a testicle out of it. Are you cool with that? He's like, "Yeah, totally <laughs> cool with it." Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, their, that's their purpose, so I kind of get that. It kind of makes sense. <laughs> um, they should just, like, allow all the steroids and make it. Well, that's what Merrick said. Right? That's well, exactly what Merrick said. Like, be well, awesome. I think it depends on the sport. Because if you look at, like, Lance Armstrong, when he was caught, everyone was doping. He just Everyone still is. Yeah, okay, but that's what I'm saying. So, like. If you know it's a sport that's already riddled with that as an issue, Why is maybe it? you need to figure out what the guidelines for doping are. Like, okay, you can do it up to a certain extent because if everyone's already going to be doing it, then... Yeah, just make it an even playing field. It's still impressive that he was so good amongst everyone who was... Like, he, everyone was doping. He was still just that much better than everyone who was doping. You still have to win. Yeah. <laughs> but if you look at MMA, they are so strict about testing... And, like, it's a pretty clean sport thus far. And if you're caught with any sort of trace thing in your in your blood, like, you're kicked out for a couple of years. So, I don't know. I, that's just well, what I'm What if, they, like, they have a new uh, football league coming out, right? This American Football League. What if they just said, anyone who wants to participate can be yeah, on steroids? I mean, you'd probably get a lot of the, those injuries that they're already having issues yeah, with would probably be even more heightened. Yeah, but would people watch? Because now they're saying, now we got guys that are juiced up, they can hit harder, they can throw faster. Like, I want to see that. Maybe. if It would probably just depend on the talent level. That'd be the bottom line. Right. You know, like if this new football league could rival the NFL in any way in talent, probably people would watch. But but if you watched a bunch of guys that were all roided up that weren't as good as the NFL players, <laughs> it's, uh, uh, it's going to be like a, like a freaking uh, minor league hockey where they're just like, like fighting WWE. over and over, yeah. and over and over. <laughs> That's the only reason you would yeah. go, right? I, was like, I want to see like six yeah. fights. What was the score? I don't know. Yeah. I don't care. I saw six <laughs> fights. Yeah. yeah. But going back to like teaching, um, you know, I, I would say like novices versus like athletes, you do the same thing with like uh, with sales coaching. I, I used to prefer to coach um, high-performing salespeople more than I like coaching like brand new people that didn't have never sold anything before just because it was like 
I didn't like teaching the same things over and over again, which is basically what you would have to do with someone that's brand new because like, you have to teach them the basics. And so for me, it was more like, what are you doing right? And how can I help you improve? And that analyzation helped me like find a lot of pleasure in coaching as opposed to the opposite of like, how can I get someone to, that doesn't know anything to like know something about stuff? Yeah. Which is also satisfying, but um, I, I just gain more satisfaction out right. of the, the latter, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I get that too. And I've, I've definitely enjoyed working with I mean, back home a lot more, but, you know, high school athletes who were, like, I trained plenty of those, too, and would give the, the baseball lessons to those kind of guys, too, and, yeah, that is, again, it's just a different yeah. kind of satisfaction, where it's more, I can be more engaged in it, where I have to, like, it forces me to be more creative and push them, but then, um, yeah, it's just different, and, again, I think, ultimately, it's it's harder, but you get more satisfaction out of, in my opinion, when someone again like is not healthy and then all of a sudden they are um because of (laughs) right because of the the stuff that you've helped them with and taught them and um because and and just helping them really like a lifestyle change you know like a lot of the packages i i try to sell are ones that allow people to it's a three-month package and allows people to come every single day and train Mm -hmm. and i help them with all the nutrition they want um stuff while they're on the road to make it like a real lifestyle change like three months you do all this stuff like every day and then by that point hopefully you kind of have a new lifestyle yeah you know like a real change so um i think it's definitely easier to train someone who's because i have clients like that now who are already fit active motivated and they just want an extra push yeah and so that's really fun yeah in a different way but i probably yeah i just get a lot of satisfaction out of helping the somebody's brand new yeah what what's funny like in the sales coaching the advanced sales people the problem with them coaching them is like they think that they know everything already right so <laughs> then it's yeah. just like oh, i already know that and i was like all right cool whatever like <laughs> it's just like slap in the face but then it's fine it's cool whatever i think you just look for someone who's teachable yeah i think we're all students right like when you came in earlier we were talking to that lady that was one of the things i was talking about it's like just being willing to learn because like i get humbled like almost every day with the shit that I don't know, right? And so it's more like, all right, I'm gonna learn more and I'm gonna learn more and I'm gonna learn more. So all those times when you're researching and you're doing things like it's, you're always fine tuning, right? So like even like after your three month, you know, goal is met, I'm pretty sure afterwards, every one of your clients is not gonna say, yeah, I'm done. Like, that's it. I got, I lost the 15 pounds, you know, I'm good. I feel fit. I don't have to work out anymore. It doesn't happen that way, right? Right. Yeah, and so that's the goal is to have them make that transition to where they wouldn't they wouldn't want to do that. You know, it's like whether they continue along that package again, where they continue to come every day and get like the full hands-on effect, or if they like taper back a little bit because they've made some changes on their own through that program to where they can manage it a little better. Like either way, great. But yeah, that's that's the hope is that you don't you continue to try to build on what you're doing because yeah, it's a lifestyle change like yeah, for this anyone is, and this anything is, this is your lifestyle now, yeah right this is how you eat it's not a diet this is how you eat yeah exactly exactly yeah. and that's what i call it like lifestyle package because that's what it is the goal is i mean you're you're giving them the gift of health mm-hmm. that's really yeah. cool yeah and that's how i see it um and so again that's why i i kind of find that i've wanted to stay in that route with the training is 
more of like taking on individual clients and helping them that way as opposed to doing like a strength coach type of thing. Or the people who really need it. Yeah. The people who really need it. That's yeah, exactly. That's I I love that. That's great, man. So, so I'm always talking about this, like, cause you know, obviously we do all the vitamins and or Vita heads and all that. And they're like, what are you gonna do? How are you gonna get this into like the community care clinics? How are you gonna get this into like like for nonprofit? How are you gonna get this into to the people that really need this? How are you gonna make it affordable for them? Cause they deserve it too, right? And so I'm thinking like, oh shit, and how are we gonna be able to do that, right? <laughs> so, well, that's a cool little problem to try. To it is a cool problem <laughs> to have, right? But that's the same thing as like what you're talking about. Imagine you teach someone here. You show them a whole new way of life, and then you say, well, I'm gonna do that with more people. And it's intoxicating, right? Because they look up to you, they want answers, they want, they, they, I mean, they might say, hey, I lost 60 pounds with you, what else can you teach me? And you're like, well, let's work on your sleep. Okay, right. cool, let's work on your diet, right? None of us have figured it out, but all of us have crazy diets. What's your diet like? It's, mo- I would say it's mostly keto. Yeah. I would say like 90%. Um, Unless like we'll we'll go out to dinner or something like that, or um, depending on what my girlfriend cooked, I'm flexible with it. Like I'm not strict about anything, yeah. but generally like keto, paleo, um, try to just minimize the anything processed and carbohydrates. But um, but because that's something I'm big on too is not being rigid with anything. Yeah. So it's like mostly I know what works for me. It's like a like flexitarian the, the keto, yeah, like low carb. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly, and then. And it's the same thing I advise my clients to do is like generally stick to this, but at the same time, like have some flexibility to where one psychologically you're not going nuts. Yeah. And, uh, and then you're also not that pain in the ass at dinner who like won't eat bread or something like that. <laughs> That's us. Make everyone feel bad. Yeah, exactly. I think it's a good thing. I remember one of my favorite studies I ever read and I wish I remember the person who did it, but, um, precision nutrition did like a simplified blog version of it. Um, talking about how dieters mentality can actually prevent the metabolism from functioning the way it should like they did this longitude this like long-term study on women who tend to be chronic dieters and um, it turned out that the mentality of I'm on a diet had some sort of effect on how well their metabolism functioned and the chronic dieting thing just the mentality of it was like a major reason why they never actually lost any weight well, it's so probably like, a stressor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cortisol. it's for sure like a cortisol yeah. release. So yeah. it was just interesting for me to see that because you know you, you have, I'm sure you have clients like that that are always trying a new thing and they, they aren't really paying attention to what actually makes my body feel good and makes my body perform better and yeah. look better because I feel better and perform better. Like if you're going for the feel better, perform better, you're gonna look better. Yeah. You know, yeah. so it's like I think that mental shift is very important. But that was a huge study that I like to bring up with clients a yeah. lot. Like. Hey, if you're always thinking about trying to lose weight, you're actually probably keeping yourself from losing weight. <laughs> that whole manifestation yeah. thing, yeah. right? I keep hearing Baldo talk to me about. Well, the, the thing is, like, whenever you don't want to be the pain in the butt guy to make those <laughs> modifications, Austin's a great town for that, right? So you can go anywhere and just be like, I don't want this, I don't want that. And they're like, sweet, okay, yeah. that's no problem. My yeah. biggest thing right now is I just get to, I, I've been asking for them to switch my rice for broccoli, and no one has told me no yet, and it's yeah. awesome. Yeah, people are definitely <laughs> wisening up to all that, and and I mean a city like this, I'm just saying back home, everyone's pretty health conscious, yeah. so they're at least willing to accommodate. Although uh, around here, it's definitely easier to uh, to find some bars and tacos for sure. I'll say that. Yeah, it's definitely hey, a harder but, place to stay on track. Uh, tacos and tequila, TNT. <laughs> yeah, for place. sure. 
No, that's, they, a, that's a restaurant. Oh, it is? I'm yeah. Anyone can open a restaurant in Austin. They serve chips and salsa and have a patio. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's that's really what you get away with. Wait, so that's do you... True. Do you, uh, do you the like, trailers have patios. Do you like Kirby Lane? <laughs> Never heard of it. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> See, but this is something else. It's like, <laughs> Kirby Lane. Oh, my God. <laughs> Even Lauren kind of looked up over there. It's like, oh, shit. Here it comes. Okay, okay. Go to a place that wasn't Kirby Lane together a couple weeks ago for like our company outing. It's just a bar restaurant. It's, it's, just it's like, a 24 hour diner. 24 hour diner. Yeah. But it's so good. And <laughs> like we always go there to eat when we're together. And we tried so hard to go somewhere else the other day. And the other place we went to was closed. And we were like, well, we tried. Let's go to We Kirby. tried two places because <laughs> the did. place next to that was even closed. That's true. So it's like, um, you know, they can get breakfast anytime. They have vegan queso. Like they have... Vegan queso is awesome. But they have, like, everything you... Like, you can get your regular burgers. You can get, you know, Mexican food and all that. But, like, you walk in there. I, Baldo orders something different every time. He's like, I want this, but can you do this for it instead? Blah, 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 blah. And the, the waiter every time is like, yeah. Well, well, sometimes I like it because they'll just be like, what if I also did this for you? And I'm like... Yeah, and the answer yeah. back is like, what if I do this instead? <laughs> but that's the like, thing. It's like, yeah, check it out. It's like the, the ambiance and, like, the nostalgia of an American diner... But it's like the hippie levels of Austin. They're totally cool with vegans, gluten-free. I don't know why I haven't like sponsored this yet. Anything. <laughs> well, they're like, hey, we'll take free food. That's We're good with that. Well, they use a lot of local farms, and they use a lot of local products yeah. as well, yeah. which is which is really cool. But I, I've never had a bad meal there, and I can always get what I want. Like, what I got pancakes and a chicken burger with yeah. sweet potato fries. We got the chips and It was and all gluten-free. It was all gluten-free. Yeah. You know, it was like, like clean, like, oh yeah, it was awesome. Kirby Lane, we'll Kirby Lane man. Oh, yeah. That's another thing about here is like, um, every, every new person I talk to, they have a new suggestion on some place I have to try. Yeah. And it's like, I just have, we just have this endless list and of places yeah. that maybe we'll get to, like it might take us a couple of years, but. Well, Kirby Lane is yeah, where it's all you good go too. like yeah. Yeah, any time of the day. Well, cause there's, we're all snobs. <laughs> like that's what it comes down to. It's like, oh yeah, well, have you been over here yet? It's like, have you been to this green belt over <laughs> here? It's like, and then it's like they're offended you have it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what? Like all of us that. Oh my yeah, God, are you like serious? That, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You've been here four months and you haven't four been to Kirby Lane. Right. Like, what? <laughs> haven't heard of it. No. Nope. What are you? What are you? Denny's the all list. the time. Like, what the hell are you doing over yeah. here? <laughs> It's like, I don't know. I think I'm doing good. If I don't get some fucking. Uh, <laughs> What's funny because oh, when people come out of town, they're always like, I want to eat at Torchies. Okay, there's like yeah. 20 Torchies all over yeah. But the thing is, that's it's fine. like, it's not that big of a deal. You can go to Oklahoma City and have a Torchies over there. Oh, really? Yeah. It's like, that's cool. Like, go to the east side, go find a little trailer mm-hmm. and walk up there. Right. The that's where you want to go, that's... right? It's like, we just that's killed right. this yesterday and uh, we skinned it today and now it's ready to be cooked. It's like, that's <laughs> yeah. awesome. When the tortilla's homemade. No, we got it from H-E-B. No. But H-E-B is awesome. Do you love H-E-B? I do. Nice. Yes. Uh, yes. There's one like... <laughs> That's... Uh... Well, this is initiation. That's the thing, right? This is your Texan initiation. We talked about boots. We talked about Kirby Lane. H-E-B. Dude, I, that's my favorite store. Like, just hands down. Because you can... Yeah, like, I can get an H-E-B gift card. I'm happy. It's, yeah. No, I mean, we've been pleased with There's one just like three minutes down the road from us. And um, it's like pretty good like yeah you can get everything there prices are real cheap again compared to where we're coming from so it's been refreshing definitely yeah i got no complaints <laughs> h-e-b yeah and the b stands for butt so 
Howardy butts. I, go, I googled that like pretty quickly. Howardy butts. I was gonna pop in and like fight with you about it, but you're right. So yeah, yeah. Because I was curious, and that's now that's what I call it. Howardy butt. I like the HB because you can go and get like organic limes, buy some gold chains, <laughs> buy a couch, and then and have it delivered to you curbside. And reload your phone. <laughs> Yep. I don't know if you use that anymore. Well, they still have the change machine up there. I still people still people like yeah. doing that. The only beef I have is the I people from it. Spectrum who pot who uh. I know they're doing that now, right? They just door. stare at you, and I'm just like, don't talk to you. Dude, I showed the other day. <laughs> not, not in Spectrum. Well, I get calls from Spectrum here, and they're like, hey, can uh, can we switch get you to switch to Spectrum? I'm like, we use you for the internet. <laughs> oh, you're a business? I'm like, God dang it! And I just had to hang up. I'm like, no, we're like we're not doing that. We cut the cord a long time ago with cable, man. We don't, we don't mess with that. Everything's streamed now. Yeah. But, but you have to do internet, though. You have you to do internet. You guys can just do what I do when those people walk up to you. Tell them you're not 25 and they'll stop talking to you. They won't buy that with me. You can get away they with might. that. Yeah, you can get away with that <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah. For a little while. Yeah. Bo could probably get away with that, too. How old are you, anyway? 26. So right there. 26. Right there. There you go. I've taunted them a few times. I'm like, AT&T, and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Say, what's your provider? Yeah, oh, mine's, mine's AT and T as well. This is gonna be so bad. There was a dare officer outside of my gym the other day. He's like, "Can I talk to you about the program?" And I said, "Um, no." And he goes, "Well, did you hear like the news about it?" And I said, "Oh, you mean like the report that came back that it doesn't work?" <laughs> and he goes, "Yeah." So actually, I wanted to talk to you about that. And I said, "No, you don't need to. I went through it. I smoke weed now." <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I'm healthy. <laughs> That's the help. See, that's a big difference, right? Like, we don't have that in Austin yet, but everyone, like, thinks it's cool, right? But it, you have to do it behind closed doors because we're still in Texas. Yeah. Right? California, you can walk around. Or you around can just call it, yeah. and then we're good. Call it hemp. Call it what? Good. Call it hemp? Yeah. That is the new thing. I'm smoking hemp. Yeah. Yeah. It must be no, weird for, like, it must be weird for, like, people in California walking. It's like, what's all this CBD shit everywhere? Like, that's every corner there's one now. Yeah, because, I mean, that's, that's recent. Yeah. You know, it's only been... Not even a year, I think. It's they been legal. legalized federally CBD in December, and I know this because my entire family on Christmas decided to ask me about it. Like, no one <laughs> we're gonna ask the young <laughs> person like, about we're it. Ask the nutritionist, young person. Even though we hate marijuana, suddenly we want to know everything about CBD. <laughs> That's yeah, yeah. And now two of them are my CBD clients. So <laughs> oh, wow. Wait, wait. So you you manage CBD now? Um, Positive Fitness has a drop ship. CBD account. So like if I'm coaching someone who has chronic inflammation, I'll drop ship them some CBD and my company keeps forty percent of the profit from that. God cool. dang. What do you think about C B D? Um, I've I got some back home just for like sleep. Yeah. To help um yeah, help with my sleep. Um it it worked. Um that's about like I don't use it now or anything like that. Or truthfully I could do some more research on it. Yeah. Um, but it's not something that like I necessarily like use or could talk to my clients about because I haven't used it or know too it's much like, about it. Just yeah. give me a day. We'll come over and research it. On the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but it's something that um, that definitely deserves to be researched a little bit more. Yeah. Tell me about what you do to calm yourself down. Because I know everyone talks about stress relief. They go to the gym and all that stuff. What do you do for your like, your just relaxation mode? Like, what are you doing? Um, for me, it's. I mean, I have 
like say I come home, I have, you know, a certain like drop dead time or I try to where I'll just like put everything away and then like I'll just watch something dumb on TV or um, or a podcast, something that takes my head like completely away from what I'm doing. Um, and like maybe a shot or something when I get home or yeah, just like a, a drink when I get back. But um, I don't know. I mean, I don't feel as though I necessarily, you know, with what I do, like I, I generally like it and I wouldn't say that it stresses me out. So I don't know. I wouldn't say that it's too hard to like really turn it off and put my mind on something else. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that's something I try to do is, which I didn't used to do is just really kind of have a, a time when I stop doing things. Yeah. Like I don't think about anything related to, uh, you know, getting a new client or training or anything like that. Yeah. So yeah, like I'll just watch, I'll watch something on TV, um, sports if it's something that like I really want to watch. Yeah. Uh, but then yeah, like I usually just end the night with a drink and just hang out for a couple hours. Yeah. That's yeah. cool, man. What's your favorite yeah. workout? Um, in terms of like a certain lift or just workout like in general. That you enjoy doing. It doesn't matter what it is. Bicep curls. <laughs> the most functional of all lifts. That's yeah. right, baby. Um, <laughs> no, I think... In front of a mirror. In front uh-huh. of a mirror, right. <laughs> yeah. Of course. <laughs> I wouldn't even work out if there weren't mirrors. Yeah, I wouldn't either. <laughs> I had a buddy who made that joke once. Not joke. Um, but, um, favorite workout? Uh, probably, yeah, doing, doing anything that's like low rep. And like maximum exertion because mm-hmm. you just get that little high, I think, afterwards. Yeah. That carries with you. Yeah. Um, again, I really got to be in the mood for that. But uh, but yeah, anything like that, whether it's like a like a military, a bench, a squat, anything where you're kind of going hard as you can, low rep, mm-hmm. heavy weight. Yeah. Cool. Just generally. Hell yeah. That's badass. Awesome. Mm-hmm. I just do yoga. <laughs> and handstands? Yeah, handstands. I love handstands. All day. You know, weight training has a lot of uh, health benefits. <laughs> long term, long term, short term. I do it once a week, yeah. You need uh, a trainer. I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's badass. Y'all can do it. You can teach him the weights, you can teach him yoga. Right yep. there. Yeah. Right? Flexibility is key. Right? You probably feel like you probably work out now, too, right? Mm-hmm. Like this, you probably feel like you probably go work out now. This, yeah. Like, this has been, uh, this is great. No, I'm pretty hyped off this. This is, um, I'm surprised. No, not that I doubted that it would be good, but I seriously, like, I feel good. Yeah. That's one thing I talk to a lot. I mean, I get a lot of supplement companies reaching out just to talk about, or can we send you products or anything? And one thing that Baldo has said before, too, like, you actually feel these. Oh, yeah. You know, these ones. I haven't felt like this, I don't think. Yeah. 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 These are, these are a different level. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. That's, I'll walk, like. (laughs) sprouts and i'll go look at the supplements and i'll keep up with everything and you know allison always tells us about new supplement companies reaching out to her baldo's getting them now and you know they promote and pitch all this stuff too i don't tell people that like we own a supplement company but then after after a while it's kind of like also if you're gonna send me free stuff like yeah (laughs) well i mean like a shot or an iv is like the best way to get vitamins in there you know like in your body so i'm just like i got access to that yeah, yeah, you guys don't. I actually want to need me. <laughs> yeah. But regardless of it, this this is like my workout, man. Like this is pre or post, and uh, you know, like I usually have one a day because it's my daily multivitamin, man. But 
just like it is with food and everything else. I, I just care what goes in my body, man. You know, like if, if somebody comes along and says, hey, I'm taking this. What do you think about it? And I look at it. I'm like, that's a pretty good supplement. I would take that. It's more that there's going to be some benefit to it. But yeah. people that come in here, we want they want instant gratification. They want to feel like I feel better off this already. Mm-hmm. You know? So that's why I think people love it so much. But I, like I said, regardless of whether you're going to eat and doing this, you're working out, doing all that as well. I think your mentality, I think, is, is really good because it's very simple. It's direct. Um, the fact that you like working with people, like seeing it from the beginning to the end, the changes, I think that's awesome, man. So, like, if, that, yeah. if somebody were to come in and want to take one of your classes, where would they find you? They would find me on East 6th Street, um, just a couple blocks down from downtown Austin. Um, the complex is actually, it's on... The address is East 6th Street because it's attached to the, the Arnold apartment complex down there, the big one. Yeah. Um, but it's on the East 5th side. Allison had some trouble finding it. Yeah. But I've everyone been, does. And I've been to that complex before, too. It's just kind of like in the back of it. So it's yeah. It's closer to 5th. and. So it's a little sneaky. Yeah, it's on 5th. Yeah. Um, it's kind of hidden down there. But yeah, so it's, it's just a few blocks from downtown. Um, really cool area. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I live right across the street. It's... Uh, yeah, it's a good spot, and it's it's a studio, but it, there's plenty of room in there. I couldn't tell you the square footage or anything, but it's got everything you need, like dumbbell, squat rack, I all the cables. I still during busy time, and it was not, not right. busy. Right. It, it's kind of a couple people working. Yeah, it's yeah. like designed for training. Yeah, yeah basically, like, like individualized mm-hmm. sessions. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. So it's a great space. What, Social media. Well, what's the name of the place? Um, well, the company's called Gym Studios, and if they were to find it, it's just at the Arnold building, okay. the Arnold apartment building. Okay. Um, uh, social media, um, Instagram, Bowfit, ATX, um, but I'm Facebook, LinkedIn, cool. all that as well. Sure, we'll put it on the show notes. Yeah. Hell yeah, man. Well, I think you're in Austin, right? But you need to go <laughs> yeah. to Kirby. Yeah. I will. You oh, go definitely. Then you make that. We'll do that this weekend for sure. There is, you it, go. is it around here? Go to Kirby. Oh, yeah. there's, there's a, a bunch, man. Oh, there's, there's a bunch. Okay. Go to Kirby and then come to my comedy show. <laughs> there you go. That's it. That's my yeah. Saturday. All right. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks, Bo. Appreciate yeah, it. Thank, thank you, guys. guys. Yeah. Thank you, guys.